The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. How's it going? It's your boy, Young Jack Fox, aka Young Wi-Fi Hotspot, aka Lil Bad Connection. What I'm trying to say is, my internet's got enough. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. What am I supposed to do in lockdown without an internet connection? Fucking Sky Broadband. Piece of shit. Really annoying. But uh, I'm look, look. I'm aware it's a first world problem. But also, if you're listening to this, you have some sort of internet connection. So I'm worse off than you. So give me money. Take pity upon me. Is what I'm trying to say. Been a frustrating few days because of that. Just having to use the old uh, Wi-Fi hotspot and just drain me phone, me poor phone, me poor phone, me pure, pure, pure. P- pure, pure. I was on the phone to a guy from Sunderland earlier, sorting out some uh, TCB, taking care of business. Might have something nice to announce in the coming months, because these things take a long time. But might have something nice to announce. I was on the guy. I was on the phone to a guy from Sunderland earlier. And th- that accent, pure computer. I was like, Ugh. getting the old shudders down your back there. Anyways, that's a fucking weird way to start a podcast, isn't it? I've got no internet connection, and I'm pissed off because of it. Besides that, I'm alright. I'm doing okay. Not had a bad week. How's everybody doing? We're nearly at 400 downloads. I literally checked before I started pressing record here, and we're on 399 downloads. So we're going to hit 400, and then we're going to hit 500 very soon. I'm gonna, that's That's pretty crazy for 11 episodes in. Pretty crazy, but thanks very much, man. Very uh, appreciative. Oh, your boy's got a... Right, the amount of fucking spam bots I'm getting on Facebook Messenger lately is ridiculous. Uh, Do I need to clear my cookies because I've been watching porn that much? I'm just getting, hi, I'm single, hi, I'm a single lady, nude pictures, click here. Does it actually work? Who actually clicks those links? Oh, getting the my phone's lighting up every five minutes. I'm getting some random bot with just the tits out in the display picture. It's fucking annoying. Um, speaking of sexuality though, and uh, being yourself, right? I actually wanted to start this. Uh, I've been, I've been kind of, you know, pushing this away for a while, and I wanted to be honest with you guys. I, this, this is the first time I'm going to say this out publicly. And uh, I wanted to do it with you guys because I feel like this is a special connection. There's not many people listening to this, even though I've just said we're going to get over 500 downloads soon. Um, but that's, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot, really. But I just feel like I have a connection with you guys. And uh, I've been toying with this an, an identity crisis as of late, let's say. And uh, I'm not really... I'm 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 a champion of people who want to be themselves, you know, and I believe that if if you believe you don't fit in uh, as the person that 
you are or as society has conceived you to be, then I feel like you should be able to speak up about that. I feel like you should be able to come clean uh, who the person that you are and be in the world as what you think you are and that's how people should see you and unfortunately it's a very horrible world out there and that's not always the case and there is some people that I know that have came out as trans or asexual or some of the other tags that I'm going to be honest I'm not fully educated in but I don't really that's that's not that's not for me to decide what other people are if other people say they are a thing then they are a thing it's that simple it's that simple uh, so with all that being said, I think I'd like to to come clean to you guys right now and to be open and honest. And this is the first person, the first time I've said this out of my mouth. I haven't told anybody else over text or anything like this how I feel. But I'd like to uh, tell you guys right now that I now identify as two kids standing on top of each other inside of a big trench coat. Oh, it feels feels so good to say um, um i'd just like to uh thank you for sticking with me and uh, i'm now really glad that i can let that go and get that pressure off my shoulders that i was holding that in for so long oh you've got no idea how good that feels um that i'd like to be known now as two kids standing on top of each other inside of a big trench coat. Even when I'm wearing like shorts and a t-shirt, I do still identify as two kids standing on top of each other inside of a big trench coat. Oh, it's such a weight off uh, both of my pairs of shoulders as I am now two kids standing on top of each other inside of a big trench coat. Now, will this get me cancelled in three years? as being transphobic. I certainly hope not, because taking it out of context, that might sound like I was taking the piss, when in actual fact, it's something really silly and kind of funny that I thought of last night as I was falling asleep. And it's just a fucking throwaway thing. I'm not transphobic. I don't care if... I don't, I don't care. I don't, you know what it is? It's not even that I'm really passionate about the subject. I just don't give a fuck. I like about five people in the world. And if anybody else says they're anybody else, then all right, man, life's wait. I don't, I've got a football match to watch. I've got a podcast to record. I don't, I haven't got time to hate on anybody for being what they say they are. And what I say I am is two kids standing on top of each other inside of a big trench coat. Feels good to finally speak my truth. (laughs) If you didn't believe that I didn't plan this podcast, then now you know for sure. Especially with no internet connection, I can't access my drives. Um, I, uh, so I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you something else. Now this one, this this next one's serious, but what you should know is the following definitely happened five months ago. But I'm just telling you about it now, okay? This definitely happened five months ago. Five months ago, I recorded a music video at Prospect House in South Shields with Wickham ninety eight, which is Chris Allen and Grant Robson, and it's for a new single that I have coming out. 
this month. Actually, what well, this comes out on Thursday, right? So, so tomorrow, Friday, pay attention to my Instagram account, jackfox underscore seven ten, and all the information will be there about my new single. And five months ago, in preparation for the single, I recorded a music video. Definitely five months ago, when you could meet people outside of your house for a small business. And it was very good, very enjoyable, and I'm excited for it. This is this is like a proper music video. Like I've done music videos before, but the last like three or four I've done have literally just been me on my phone. When this one was like, you know, to a high standard, high quality with some thought behind it. So I'm very excited for it to come out and the single itself. I'm not gonna tell you what it's called because the announcement's coming tomorrow in it. I'm excited for it. And a few people that I've sent it to, uh, people in the industry, let's say, reviewers, blogs and stuff like that, have pretty much all came back and said, this is like classic, I use it as inverted commas, classic Jack Fox, in that it's just fucking ridiculous and over the top. And to be honest, it's good rapping skills for someone who identifies as two kids standing on top of each other inside of a trench coat. <laughs> Does anybody else get that? Any creatives? Do they get good ideas as they're falling asleep? Good ideas. I use that term very loosely. Does anybody else get ideas as you're falling asleep? It happens to me quite a lot, actually. <laughs> uh, what else have I been up to this week? I also um, did some more stuff on Fiverr. Look, not a lot of people know about Fiverr, and I knew about it way before, but I didn't never thought to actually get myself on there. And then my good friend Sam Thomas said I should get on there. And I was like, oh yeah, I can do things. So I've been doing like some voiceover stuff, and uh, pe- people want a lot of uh, uh, customized rap songs. I I know, right? <laughs> it was weird, but the amount of people that I've written little like verses for and recorded for and sent away is. What me as well? This voice, like, why do you want this voice? I don't. I'm not complaining, man. It's just a little bit of pocket money and a little bit of extra money in it. So, been doing some stuff on Fiverr. Now I'm just telling you about my week. Just straight up to tell. This is not a topic I'm talking about. Um, but I, I, as I'm recording this, uh, the news of Captain Satomua has passing has just came out. And uh, right, this, this, this should be every millennial's reaction to the news that Sir Tom has died. So you've just got the news, Tom has died, and this is your reaction. Oh, there you go. That should be it. That should be it. The guy was 100 years old, had pneumonia and COVID-19. Thus, the reaction should be, oh... And for some reason, everybody over the age of 40 is acting as if, like the saviour of England has just passed away and that it's just uh, what I'm trying to say is I am two kids <laughs> alright man it's time for a word from our sponsors doing a lot of zooms during lockdown sick and tired of your friends interrupting you while you're talking on the zoom then you might want to try faking a bad internet connection. Really simple to do. Just get a voice processor like this 
fake your butt in the decoration today. Seriously, not a bad idea, but I wish it wasn't brought through necessity. And we're back. See your boy. Young haircut. Fuck me, do I need a haircut? I noticed I needed a haircut about five months ago when I was shooting a music video and happened to see some of the footage back. And I thought, damn, if I need a haircut five months ago, I'm going to need a haircut five months time from now. <sighs> Legal action. Anyways, right, well... Second half of the pod, what we're going to get into is we've had our first email. We, it's me, I always say this, I've had my first email sent in by by a listener. <laughs> I sound like a fucking knob saying that, but this email comes from Jasmine Emerson, a.k.a. at queen.of.the.bat on Instagram. Long time listener, first time emailer. <laughs> now, I've known uh, Jasmine for a little while now. Uh, she follows my band, Hivemind. And uh, she said some very nice things to ask me some questions. I'm sure if uh, if you listen to this, you probably know the answers to some of these questions anyways. But nevertheless, uh, she said, Hello, hoping I'm your first email. Eyes emoji. Emojis are important. I'm a fan of emojis. Just wanted to say that your podcast is fucking hilarious, friend. It's properly getting me through lockdown. I can't stop recommending it to everyone. It's fantastic. How nice is that? I'm going to cough. Hey, <coughs> your boy. How nice is that? How nice is And I'm, I'm not lying. <laughs> I have the proof that this is from another person. That's a very nice thing to say to somebody. That's very nice. Thank you very much, by the way. Here's a couple of questions for you. Where do you want to be in terms of your comedy career in 10 years? Who would you like to be on a bill with? Now, what would have helped is if I came up with premeditated answers to these questions before I pressed record. However, I'm too lazy. So where would I want to be in 10 years from now? Well, actually, funnily enough, I was kind of having a similar conversation the other day with my mother. And Okay, if some of you don't know, I get the name Jack Fox from... Well, Jack's my birth name, my first real name. And my granddad was a professional comedian for most of his life, and right up until he passed away. And his stage name was Alan Fox. And Fox is my nana's maiden name. That's where he got Fox from. And Alan, just because it was a first name and the phone diary or whatever. Alan Fox. So I took Fox on to carry the tradition, whatever. And uh, I was watching, my mum was watching a TV show the other day about like old timey comedians who would have been around on the scene when my granddad was around. I'm trying to think. My granddad was a relatively big deal, you know. Like I think a lot of people think, oh my granddad was a comedian, like he told some jokes in some clubs and that. No, no, he was he toured the country constantly. Like he was on TV and stuff. Like he's rel- back in the seventies or whatever it was, sixties, he was quite a big deal. And there was a TV show on about uh Jimmy Tarbuck, who's you know, it was more famous than my granddad and, and you know, more well known than my granddad, but the same era. And it's those like kind of like uh they all wear three piece suits and it's like Sunday night at the Apollo, kinda of like what Michael McIntyre does these days. And I am just so the opposite of that guy. And even my granddad like obviously my granddad did influence me in a sense. But he's not like my biggest influence. He was very like set up joke, 
like silly kind of one-liners. Every joke is like a sort of really bad, loose euphemism for sex or how bad his marriage is or self-deprecating. And I'm, you know, more influenced by like the American club scene. Guys like, rest in peace to Louis C.K.'s career. But like Louis C.K., when I first saw Louis C.K., I was like that. That is what I want to do. It's a guy wearing jeans and a t-shirt talking about life, real life situations. George Carlin as well, I guess you could put in the same category. Real life situations that are sometimes like depressing and being silly at the same time. And like some of his way of thinking changed me as a person right not only did i think oh that's funny that's really clever and whatever he changed the way that i thought and and attacked life it then later came out that he was a fucking sex fiend and he did whatever he did and that's that's a completely different conversation but i'm saying for him as a comedian and an artist you know i don't not necessarily want to be in a bill with him but i think if you if you think about english comedy you probably think of like live at the apollo uh which is on bbc and stuff like that and the conversation maybe mama having was I, I would probably much prefer to play in like comedy clubs like the stand uh the blackpool comedy club which i forgot the name of because i've comedy hasn't been the thing in the last 400 years uh well the stand in newcastle edinburgh or glasgow um hot water comedy club uh the frog and bucket in manchester hot water obviously is in liverpool uh, comedia down in brighton uh, the comedy store in manchester which i was due to do but because of covid we didn't you know, uh, who to be on a bill with? Like, there's, you know, fucking. I don't really care. I really don't care. If if you're on at those clubs, then you are of a very high caliber. So I'm not really bothered as long as I'd, I'd rather play venues than play with people. But obviously, you know, uh, the big guys. I guess if I had to throw a name out there, I'm kind of friends with Al Murray, the comedian. It'll be great to. Like, see him and catch up with him and talk about drums and then do a gig. That would be very, very nice. Uh, same with your music with regards to your band. Who would you want to tour with? Uh, God, I can't wait for gigs to come back, man. Um, we are, we're, the four of us in Hive Mind have four very varying um, music tastes. You know, like, I really love hip hop and stuff. Uh, Steve likes a lot of, like, 80s sort of synth stuff. Georgia likes a lot of punk, emo-y stuff, and James listens to fucking... I don't even know. I don't even know what James listens to. He was on Zoom the other day, and he pulled out a Michael Jackson vinyl. So, you know, he listens to all sorts of stuff. But the four of us really, really love Marmosettes. Their first two albums. I haven't put any music out for a little while now. I know Becca, the singer, was pregnant, so, you know, that'll, that'll halt your workflow, I suppose. But, um, yeah, would love to play with Marmosettes. Uh, we played with some fucking great bands. Uh, Dead were great. War, uh, Sam from Dead has started Wargasm now that they're no longer a band. Love to play with those guys. Uh, we played with FVK before they broke up as well. They were very good. We played with Sean Ryder. That was a bit fucking weird, but whatever. Um, but literally at the minute, we'll play with fucking anybody. Like, I'm dying to do a gig again. Dying to do a gig. And uh, But to open for like Marmosettes or something would be unbelievable. Uh, do you have any guilty pleasures in music or do you have the same theory as me there's no such thing as guilty pleasures people can like what they like exactly exactly i'm dead dead with you there um i think for a long time when especially when i was when i was at college doing music 
I had a bit of snobbery about us, and I think I probably thought that, oh, I can only really like Steely Dan and like Zeppelin and the Beatles, but like not like she loves you, yeah, yeah, but like Sergeant Pepper's, you know, sort of era. But as I've got older, I'm like, no, yeah, I fucking love ABBA. And I think George Michael's one of the best songwriters to come out of England in a long time. Um, I don't like Queen. That's like another thing that I think a lot of uh, music students really get into. I really just don't like Queen. Nothing against them, do, do your thing, but it's just not for me. Um, I think ABBA are fucking fantastic. Um, I love like funk music. I quite like some like trance music. Oh, that's a bit weird, a bit of a weird one, isn't it? But um, no, man, you, you like what you like. And I think the more... If you just listened to, like, just jazz, how boring is your life? I love jazz. I think Chet Baker is one of the gifts to the world. But I'm not just going to listen to Chet Baker for the rest of my life. I'm going to throw some... I might even throw some Nickelback in there. I like Nickelback. I think I've got a few good songs. You shouldn't have any guilty pleasures, but enjoy what you enjoy and embrace it. And if that's Abba and Nickelback, then so fucking be it, all right? My cock's still swinging. Didn't need to throw that last bit in there, but did anyways. How have you been coping with the pure boredom lockdown has brought? I have got three new tattoos out of boredom, and two are planned for when the tattoo shops reopen. That's cool. I actually thought about getting a new tattoo. Uh, I only have one tattoo, and that's the logo of the Red Hot Chili Peppers on my wrist, same as all the members. But, um... Oh, I kind of like a new tattoo. Uh, how have I been coping with the boredom? Well, coping with the boredom, I started a fucking podcast. So, uh, there's one. Um, for, for a long time, I lost loads of moment, uh, loads of uh, motivation. Uh, I was making loads of music initially, uh, and then just lost loads of motivation. Like I say, I'm on Fiverr now. Uh, started a podcast. Uh, five months ago, I shot a music video. Uh, also came to the realisation that I'm two kids standing on top of each other inside of a trench coat. Uh, but just, you know, I, I rewatched Breaking Bad. Uh, I got into Line of Duty. I've uh, been watching some other documentaries and stuff. It's it's tough, man. This third lockdown's really kind of hit hard. The first two, I was doing like live streams and stuff and hopping on Zooms and quizzes and all the rest of it. But this third one's really tough, man. Um it's it's tough to cope with the boredom and sometimes the loneliness of driving your own like fucking hitting your head against the wall. Um, it's it's tough. It's tough. But um, remember, if you are bored, man, reach out. You know, hit me up. We're gonna have a conversation or a phone call or something. You know, uh, anything. I've noticed that if I do have a phone call with some mates or a Zoom, like even a half an hour long Zoom call has turned my day around with some friends that I haven't spoken to in a while. So, reach out, man. If 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 you're bored to the point where you're starting to have some some bad thoughts or whatever, reach out. Uh, do you miss gigs as much as I do, mate? Gigging is I base my whole entire personality around how many gigs I've done per week, and I don't know what I'm going to do when or if they come back. I, I, it's going to change how I look at them. I'm going to be so grateful for everybody that comes out to any gig. Um, yeah, I can't. I, can't, I just can't wait to get back on the stage, whatever that may be. Thanks for your time. By the way, if you haven't figured out yet, it's Queen of the Bats. Yeah, I know who you are. Thanks, thanks, friend. Thank you for emailing in, man. I really appreciate that. I really, really do. And it's so weird because I've said it a hundred times already, but when I started this, I was like, oh, no, I'm just going to listen to it, but it's cool. I'm going to do it anyways. And people still uh, tag me on Instagram and text me and stuff, saying that they enjoy it. And it's just, it's just mad. And it's so, so appreciated. 
Um, I came up with a theory actually. If you want to sh- get the word out about the podcast, if you do like it, if you, if you like it, if if you listen to this and you like it and you want to tell people about it, but don't want to be just like shoving podcasts in people's faces, right? If you're talking to a friend of yours, just or, or even a family member or anybody in your household or that like, you can legally see from a distance, what you got to do is you got to stop them talking in the middle of the sentence. It doesn't have to be talking about podcasts. Can be talking about anything at all. Can be talking about Tom Moore dying, right? In the middle of the sentence, you go shh, 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 shh. You go listen to this podcast, I'm inspired by Jack Fox, and pull it up on your phone and show them it, or send them a link. You've got to stop them dead in the middle of their sentence and interrupt them. That way, they'll get the point across, and then we'll soon be taking over the world. I've figured it out. That's how you take over the world: interrupt people mid-sentence because it, it it's abrasive. It's a break. Just like, shh, 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 the shush as well. The shush is abrasive. Don't just go. Oh, hang on a minute, because that that's like, oh, you got generally got something to say. The shush is abrasive and will get people's attention. Shh, 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 shh. Finger to your lips if you want. <laughs> the shush is abrasive, and I'm a fan actually. You know, you, you live with my mother for long enough, you end up shushing some people. That's just... That's just how it goes. <laughs> Alright, guys. This has been fun. I feel like I'm starting to kind of get the hang of this now. 11 episodes in. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, so by next episode, I will have announced my new single. And we'll see how that's going. Uh, thank you so much, Jasmine, Queen of the Bats, for your questions. Uh, tiredinspiredpod at gmail.com if you want to ask some more questions or Instagram and Twitter. Uh, remember to interrupt your friend's sentence and tell them about this podcast. And always remember that I now identify as two kids standing on top of each other. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Yeah, I'll suck a robot's dick, who cares? <laughs>